Let us pray. Precious Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor, because indeed, Daddy, you deserve all of them, more than our mouth could ever proclaim. Thank you for your faithfulness, and thank you for this glorious, perfect work that you have perfected for us in Christ. Thank you for translating us from darkness into light. Thank you for raising us up from the dead and has seated us in Christ Jesus in the heavenly realms above principalities and powers. Thank you, Father, because you have blessed us with every spiritual blessing we could ever need. Thank you, Father, because everything we will ever need for this life and godliness you have made available for us in Christ. And our prayer this morning, Daddy, is that our eyes will open to behold what you have done, that we may be able to see the provisions that you have made. Father, that we will never be thirsty in the abundance of waters. We will never be sad when peace has been made available for us. We will never lack when you have provided everything for us. Lord, in the same manner that you opened the eyes of Hagar to see the well by her side, may we see the wells that you have placed within our reach. May we see all the opportunities that are laying around us. May we walk into those relationships, Father, that will bring us to the fullness of the things that you have committed into our hands. Thus morning, Father, our heart is deeply grateful for you have made all things available for us. Thank you for helping us to see that it is not about what you are going to do, but it is about what you have already done for us. That we don't have to beg and plead and cry and gnash our teeth at you to do anything for us. Because as a loving father, even before we could ever ask, you have made all things abundantly available for us. Thank you, Father, because daily the scarce will fall off our eyes and we will behold the glorious endowments and all the inheritance that you have made available for us as saints in Christ. Oh, thank you, precious Father. We give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. Not only are we going to see, but we will drink from the wells of salvation and our mouth will testify and will tell the world how good a father you are. We will continue to proclaim your justice and your righteousness that all men may see you. Thank you, precious Father, for what a heart you have towards us. We give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. Thank you, Baba God. We bless you. And everyone who prayed with me this morning and agree, we say aloud, Amen and Amen and Amen. Good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord, of course. It's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob. I'm here this morning that you and I will enjoy today's meal of the Lord, the bread of life. And of course, you know the subject matter that we are dealing in this month of February, manifestation of the sons of God. And I've shared this with you before. 
a pattern that God works with me in is to bring me back to the same topics, the same things year after year. Yesterday, I stumbled upon a post I made about uh, two or three years ago. And amazingly, I was dealing on this same subject matter. In fact, I made a post that says that the key to manifestation is to see who we are in Christ and to hold on to that picture. And if you recall, that's all we have been doing. Seeing our real identity, flushing out the lies and the half-truths and the hallucinations so that we can see who God truly is to understand who we are in him and if we see that picture and hold on to that picture then the manifestations we don't have to force so i begin from that place this morning to remind you that the key to manifestation as sons of god is seeing who we are in christ and holding on that picture so permanently that we start to see ourselves in that image and then walking daily from that picture that means walking daily from who we are in christ not what the world says not what culture says not what tradition says not what our experience suggests to us but living and walking in the image that we have in christ and what is that image we are sons of god and jesus christ is the example son now we are sons of god beloved you know what i'm talking about the day you see yourself really that you are a son of god i will not be the one to tell you what to do you know you know what authority to walk in praise god now watch this we were once like the wind we were once like the wind we could blow wherever we wanted we could ascend to high heavens. Men could fill us, but they cannot explain where we are and where we are coming from. That is our true nature in the realm of the spirit. Before culture, before tradition, before religion, before experience captured us and, and put us inside a bottle. We were ones like the wind before experience before religion before culture before tradition captured us and put us inside a bottle and by the time you are an adult you are so much fitted into that bottle and is corked friends what the spirit of god is doing for you and i is to remove that cork that our lives will once more again begin to flow like the wind Amen and amen. Don't forget that is our nature. Because if we are born again by the Spirit of God, we are like that same Spirit. And let me give you this practical example. It will help some of you understand what I just said. When you were born, your parents began to give you an idea of who God is. Don't forget, you were like the wind. You could think about anything. You could flow about anything. And suddenly, they began to give you a picture of God. Even then within you, you really did not accept those pictures. That idea of God that you have to cry and pray and fast and do and do before he can give you a cup of water. That's the picture they presented to you. Even your spirit rejected it. You didn't want to do it. You saw God a little different. But watch this. You had to be an obedient child. So in order to be obedient, you have to conform 
Remember, conform, allow your wind to be put into the bottle. And depending on the denomination that your parents believed in or where they were raised, it could be that bottle could have been sent to them all the way from Rome. That's what they decided and they sent them that bottle. So in order to be good parent, your parent had to bring you and fit you inside of that bottle. They captured your wind and they put you inside of that bottle. For you to be an obedient child, you had to fit into, even though you were unwilling, even though your spirit rebelled against it, but you had to be an obedient child. So they fit you into that bottle. Watch this. The God that you know is not that picture that was sent to you from Rome. That has been our story, friend. Listen to me. Some of us were so corrupted. I don't know about you. My mind was so much corrupted about God to the point that if I saw myself being happy, being extremely happy at anything, then I started to feel that I have offended God because it made me to look like being happy was being carnal. You know, God is serious, so I have to be serious. So how can I be here laughing and joking and just being happy instead of being serious because God is serious? So inside my mind, I started to feel condemned for being happy. I started to be condemned for laughing too much. I didn't do anything wrong, but I just saw myself in a happy mood, in a high spirit. Suddenly, something started to tell me, you know, you are being too carnal. If it's about God, you have to be serious. That tells you the level of depravity of our mind. That tells you how much they removed us away from God. That today, when we try to tell people, oh God, the will of God for us is to have a beautiful life, it's difficult for a lot of us to believe. But I pray that this work that the Holy Ghost began in us, only Him we complete it. We just have to yield ourselves and let him open that cork of the bottle that my spirit can flow out more, that your spirit can flow out more into the realm of the heavens, into the heavenly realms where God is our Father. Let me tell you what happened to us, beloved. Don't forget, it was not God that was introduced to us. Don't forget, it was not God that was introduced to us. No, it was the knowledge of good and evil that was introduced to us. Let me repeat. It was not God that was introduced to us. No, it was the knowledge of good and evil that was introduced to us. Do this good and God will be good to you. If you do this bad, God will not be happy with you. Again, so we didn't know God. We only knew a way to get to him. Unfortunately, that knowledge of good and evil is what gave birth to sin and sin gave birth to death. Don't forget, until Adam and Eve received the knowledge of good and evil, they were cool with God. God did not complain. They did not complain. And beloved, that is the same thing that happened to us. The more we received of the knowledge of good and evil, we went to church every Sunday. Whether you went to church or not, it, it didn't matter where you operated from. You had an idea of this God that you can only get to him because you are perfect, you are good. And then he's ready to punish you for every iota of doubt or every iota of wrongdoing. Friend, it is so bad that today somebody will say that there is a God who will send you 
into eternal damnation. Listen to me carefully. It's so bad that today there are people who on behalf of God will tell you that there's a God who will send you to eternal damnation, eternal hellfire, because you did not give him 100 naira out of the 1,000 naira that you got. This God will send you to eternal damnation because you failed to give him 100 naira out of the 1,000 naira that you got. Friend, that God only exists in the evil imagination of the heart of men. It is not God, our Father. That God that will condemn you eternally to burn forever in hell because you did not give him 100 naira out of your 1,000 naira. That God is a product of the corrupted mind of men. Religion has corrupted their mind and out of that corruption, they present such a God. The God of our Father. The God who is our Father. The one who made you and I. The one who created us cannot and will never be like that. Friend, let this evil be pushed away from your mind. Let these pictures be removed from you so that you can see the reality of God. So that we can once more again breathe and live in the fullness and in the reality of everything that God has made available for us. Beloved, I pray that your eyes can see, I pray that your heart can see that who they said you are is not who you are. That what they have defined it to be is not who you are. Let your eyes see that your heart may behold, that it may become your experience in the name of Jesus. What happened to you and I? Is that when they gave to us this knowledge of good and evil, we continue to struggle with it until our lives are over. We will never come to the reality of what God has made us to be. But today, God has come down to us, friend. So how do we now know who God is? Listen to me carefully. How do we now know who God is? God came down to us in the person of Christ to explain himself to us. No one comes to the Father except by me, Jesus said. So today, when we present Christ to you, we are presenting to you the authentic picture of who God is. And you know the amazing thing? He came down to us to give us example of how this relationship ought to be. That as we behold him, Christ, we know that Christ is an example son. That as we look at Christ, we see ourselves. That whoever Christ is, is who we are, friend. That is the picture that God came to give to us. That if Christ is righteous, then I am righteous. It is as simple as that. If Christ is righteous, I am righteous. If Christ is blessed, I am blessed. If Christ is holy, I am holy. If Christ is good, I am good. If Christ is anointed, I am anointed. If Christ is in the heavenly realms, then I am in the heavenly realms. Friend, you may have heard me say these things over and over again, but it has not hit you. Today, I pray it does. Today, I pray that there's an opening in your heart that will make you to finally come to embrace the reality of this truth. The challenge you and I are dealing with is because our mind has been so much corrupted by religion and culture and tradition and, and our experiences that when you hear this, first of all, it sounds like it's not true. 
then you have to wiggle through that before you now accept that it's true. But to see it as true is one thing, but to see yourself in that reality is another. And beloved, we can preach this gospel with certainty because if you see yourself in that reality, then it will be your experience. Beloved, I pray that you will see. Let me round off this morning by reading the scripture, John chapter 3. I will read from verse number 5. John chapter 3, verse number 5. Jesus answered. This was Jesus talking to Nicodemus. Don't forget, Nicodemus was a ruler of God's people, an expert in the scriptures, but he knew nothing about God. And then, don't forget, he was a teacher of the people, but he knew nothing about God. And Jesus answered and said to him, I speak an eternal truth to you. Watch this. Eternal truth. The words of Christ are eternal truth. What did he say? Unless you are born of water and the spirit, you will never enter God's kingdom realm. Don't forget, you and I have been talking about manifesting and living in the reality of God's kingdom realm. Moving away from the kingdom of man to the kingdom of God. Jesus says you cannot enter. This enter here is you cannot experience God's kingdom realm unless you are born of water and the spirit. Again, what does it mean here? Water here is the word of God. Friend, don't forget, man was corrupted by words. Satan said to them, if you shall eat of this, again, the way to redeem man is by the word of God. And that word comes from the spirit of God, the word that has defined you, the word that has told you who you are came from men, it came from religion, it came from experience, it came from culture. Now we are being reborn again by the word of God, just like the one that you are hearing this morning, that this God is so good, he has made all things available for you. That word reborns us and that word comes from the spirit wind. The Bible calls it the spirit wind. Now, verse number six says, for the natural realm can only give birth to things that are natural, but the spiritual realm gives birth to supernatural life. Amen and amen. Beloved, I'm out of time already, so I will stop here. Perhaps tomorrow I will extend this scripture a little bit, but don't forget that which is born of the natural realm can only be natural. But you and I are born again by the Spirit. We are not born again into the natural life. We are born again into the supernatural life. And let me give you an example of how this works. So we can be in two places at the same time, just like Jesus. Don't forget, Jesus was physically on the earth, just like you and I. But at the same time, he was operating from the realms of the heavens that's how we're supposed to live our lives we're supposed to be in two places at the same time we are here on earth physically but our life is run from the heavenly realms from the realm of the supernatural where when there is lack in the natural realm in the supernatural we can see abundance 
when there is death on the natural realm, in the supernatural, we can see life. That is why somebody will die. Jesus will say, no, the man is not dead, but he's sleeping. Watch this. In the natural realm, the man was dead for four days. But in the eyes of Jesus, who was operating from the realm of the kingdom, that was not dead. The guy was just actually sleeping. And he says, come, I go to wake him up. In the realm of the natural, it's impossible to use five loaves of bread and two fish to feed more than 5,000 people. And when Jesus looked up and looked into the realm of the supernatural, beloved, don't forget, you and I are born into the supernatural life. And may we live in the reality of it. May you live in the reality of it. May this dawn on you just where God has placed us in the name of Jesus. I'm going to stop here today and come back to you again tomorrow. I feel like going on and on, but let me stop here to give you some time to go over this, to listen. Let your dreams be rekindled. Let the fire of God that you had from the beginning begin to burn more and more. The dreams that you had, that tradition quenched, that thing quenched around you may that fire burn once again beloved don't forget it is neither too late nor is it too early and don't forget also like i appeared yesterday let us shine this light let us lift up this light that those who are coming behind us may walk in this light and avoid all the darkness that has caused you and i to struggle hey enjoy yourself this day and don't forget you were born into the realm of the supernatural and again don't forget this morning you have been served shalom <music>